Right now on Tech Radio, it's Toy Show 2. Hi, I'm Artemis. I am a computer-generated AI voice, and you're listening to Tech Radio. Every week online and on air with RT Radio, we bring you the very latest in tech. Uh, This week, our show in association with Fit.ie, a fast track into information technology. Fit, it's an apprenticeship program, which we'll tell you more about later on. For now, you're welcome to episode 997. This is actually part two of 997, where we're about to jump once again into the biggest list of tech toy presents for Christmas, from streaming sticks to smartphones and all points in between. Let's get into it. This is Tech Radio with Dusty Rhodes and Niall Kitson. Our editor-in-chief, Niall Kitson, uh, joining us as always. Last week, there was just so much in there. And I've been, I, I've been, I can't sleep all week because I think, well, I want this and I want that, but I can't know whether I'm trying to have to decide what I'm going to, but I'm still stuck on the uh, Elgato teleprompter that we were talking about last week. That's still my number one present. So your cure for wanting more stuff is to talk about more stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> Long live the capitalist society that we are in at the moment. <laughs> anyway, listen, we have a ton of stuff. We've got trinkets and smart home stuff and uh, computer uh, peripherals that I wanted to start off with because there's all kinds of little extra things that I love getting uh, to do with the computer. Um, keyboard, actually, funny, is one of the things that you never really think about. And most people I know, when you buy a computer, when you're buying a desktop computer and the keyboard that comes with it, most people replace it, in my experience. Unless, of course, it's an Apple. Uh, but uh, do you have to buy your keyboard separately? No, buy, they, uh, they, they come with. They come with it. Anyway, I've got a, an Apple keyboard and I've had it for a couple of years, actually. And I have to say, I really do like it. I love the flatness of it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Logitech do get good keyboards as well. Uh, they're well worth looking at. And there was a wireless one I saw. Can't remember the name, but it was a, definitely a Logitech. It was a flat keyboard and it was a wireless uh, Bluetooth mouse to go with it. Very nice. Very nice. Do you know what? As, as I have gotten older, I have learned more and more about the value of a nice keyboard. Like I, I've got um, two laptops that I use at the moment. One has a very, very nice keyboard and one has kind of a, yeah, it's fine. Um, and the difference in user experience between the two is quite remarkable. It's like when I'm using the not so good keyboard, I'm like, jeepers, do you know what? I, I much prefer a good keyboard. Uh, maybe that's old cranky Nile coming to the fore, but I don't think there's there's any beating a good a good keyboard. Yeah. I was I was on a, a gig for a company there uh, a while back earlier in the year, uh, and I was just doing two weeks at their premises, and they just had those nasty keyboards that come with the Dell keyboards that come with the computers, and they were just they just felt ugh horrible. So yeah, I I know what you mean. It's kind of funny. Uh, another thing I was going to say on the on the computer extras side of things that I came across, and I didn't know this was a thing. All right, you know how everything now is wireless. Mm-hmm. And you have wireless and Bluetooth mouse and stuff like that. And it's brilliant, all right? Because you don't want the wires getting in the way. But they keep running out of juice. So now Logitech have got a, what they call a G Power Play, all right? And basically, it's a mouse mat, all right? Which is also a wireless charger. And then they've got the wireless mouse that sits on top of it. So it's constantly being charged. But yet you oh, don't have I any like wires that. to go with it. <laughs> I like that. that. 
And another thing that I would say, now this is a big one. This is a big one to go with your computer. But if, you know, you're working at, at well, anywhere, I was going to say at home or whatever, uh, an adjustable height desk. Oh yeah. my God. Until you've tried them, you don't know how good they actually are. And to be able to flip between, all right, well, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to work, blah, 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 and it keeps you really alert. And then, you know, you want to sit down uh, at other times and just to be able to flick a button into the thing. And on top of that, it's just cool. In our world, in our world, it's just cool. I think if my brother was to look at that, he'd go, sad. <laughs> but in my world, it's cool. So uh, a height adjustable desk. Uh, I can't remember what I paid for mine. 300 thereabouts. I think you can get them for 199 if you see them on sale and they go up to uh, all kinds. Oh, oh, and one thing is uh, quite often when you buy these height adjustable desks is they don't come with the desktop. You're literally just buying the legs and the hydraulics and, the, and, and that side of it. So you have to get your own desktop. You can either buy it as an extra or, I mean, just go up to Go to the airport to uh, IKEA, you know. Well, I mean, we were we were talking last week about um, be careful when you buy a record player that you actually have speakers or something to act as speakers. So if you're getting a, a height adjustable desk, make sure you've got a desktop. True. All right, that's all I have from the uh, peripheral side of things. Tell me what's on your list for Santa. Okay. Right. Streaming sticks. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised that we haven't mentioned them already because they're the sort of thing that you can really put at the top of your Christmas list. You know, it's sort of a, if you don't have one, why not? Uh, and if the answer is because I've got a smart television, well, then I have nothing further to say to you. That's so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's go through the through the usual suspects. Um, we have the Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, fine. We all know about it. And uh, Now TV have their own stick as well. Um, of course, we have the Chromecast 4K, which I have one of these at home. They're uh, 70 euro. Uh, you can go with the regular HD one. I think they're coming in at like 40 euro now. Uh, very, very affordable. Uh, of course, you're stuck with the usual Google services, but that's all right. You can also get the Roku streaming stick 4K for about 60 euro. Now, the thing about Roku is that, yes, they're a service, but their catalogue isn't as impressive as an awful lot of the big streamers. So they rely on services like, you know, 4OD or, you know, the RT player, BBC player or whatever um, to actually deliver content. So it can be a little bit constrained uh, by the amount of stuff it can give you, which speaks to last week's advice about getting a VPN service and using it on your router. So Dusty, uh, you you put the idea in my head. You get a Roku stick, you, you send it through that router uh, with the VPN on it, and you will be able to access pretty much, you know, what, whatever you want, what, whatever catalog you want, uh, Go for it. That is exactly uh, our setup because I have a Roku uh, and it's set up for, we've got the BBC iPlayer on it. We've got ITVX on it. We've got four on it. Um, what else? And they all go through uh, a separate wireless router with the VPN setup that makes me look like I'm in the UK. And then everything else uh, goes goes through uh, the Amazon Fire Stick because uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime don't like VPN services. Mm. Don't know why. That's not. just... That's just my experience. Um, 
Okay, streaming sticks is good. Uh, let me talk about smart home because I don't have anything particular to... Actually, there is one thing in particular I will recommend. But smart home. If you're looking for little toys uh, for your smart home, smart bulbs, smart plugs, always good fun. Uh, most of the bulbs now, they're expensive. I mean, I mean, they are expensive. They're like 30 quid each or something like that. But they've got Bluetooth or Wi-Fi built into them and they will also do all kinds of various colours. So you've got that. Uh, video doorbells, not for me, but if, if you're interested, Wi-Fi extenders, uh, another nice thing to have around the house. Uh, smart speakers we've spoken about at length. Uh, Google Assistant, I find, is uh, more intelligent. You're, you're a Google man, so you'll probably know that if you're going to ask Alexa like something about what's happening in the world, she's not that clever. <laughs> in comparison. In comparison, yeah, exactly. But the one thing I would recommend for a smart home is the uh, robot vacuum cleaner, the iRobot. It's it's a perennial. It's, it's a, a perennial, perennial. But to have this little thing that just wanders around the house, just, you know, kind of uh, uh, keeping it relatively clean without you having to do anything is just Relatively, amazing. relatively Re- clean. Yes, because they're not the greatest vacuum cleaners in the world, but it's better than not vacuuming. Okay, vacuum cleaner is like a good vacuum cleaner or just not that bright in terms of where to go? Both. You've got to remember it's it's a computer, it's an AI, whatever it is you want to call it. um, It's thick as a ditch. All right. So when it bumps into something, it doesn't know whether it's bumping into a dog or a carpet or a whatever. Um, one of my favourites is, um, you know, if you're not living in an apartment and, and you're in a home, uh, it doesn't know where the stairs are unless you tell it. Um, and if you don't tell it, it will fall all the way down the stairs. So there's all that kind of lark going on. But iRobot is is there. If it's something you don't want for Christmas, because that is a bit boring to, to buy for Christmas, keep an eye out on Amazon whenever they do their sales uh, next year, because that's one of the things that they mark down considerably. So again, as I think I said last week, maybe ask for a voucher for Amazon and just have it sitting there ready and waiting for the uh, for the bill. What else have you got in your list? Vouchers are great presents. Absolutely. You can't go wrong with a voucher. Absolutely. What else you got? Okay. Uh, I'm going to take us into territory that you really do not care about instead, uh, unless you want to point and laugh and go, what a waste of money. Um, virtual reality headsets. What a um, waste of money. There you go. We've been through the ringer with them. We've we've had the Google Cardboard. We've had the Samsung. Uh, what was it called? The Galaxy View, uh, where you just sort of plugged in your smartphone into the front, uh, and that worked away quite nicely uh, with some fairly rudimentary apps, which is you know, exactly what it was there for. And if you had a spare 120 euro, there you go. They were actually giving them away with one of the S20 somethings uh, years ago. Uh, it was just sort of a welcome to the company. Here's here's a something. Now, of course, companies are smart enough and they are giving away uh, watches uh, because people actually use those. Um, but if you are still in the market for a virtual reality headset, I'm going to talk about two slash three options that are on the market. The first one being the PlayStation VR 2. Uh, which comes in at 580 euro, kind of pricey. But if you remember what, what wins what wins format wars is content. And uh, hey, Sony has an awful lot of it when it comes to the PlayStation. So you've got to look at that. Uh, I mean, there's an awful lot of videos out there of people using uh, using their PlayStation VR sets to, uh, to play games and having a, having a rare old time. So 
that uh, that is recommendation number one. Uh, of course, you, you know, it's pretty expensive. Uh, however, if you want to go over to the other side of the house and look at what Meta is doing with the Quest, you've got uh, two options out there on the market at the moment. You've got the Quest 2 and the Quest 3 realistically uh the three being uh yeah okay it's it's a it's a better machine uh it's faster it's got a better display on it um and of course uh i think it's got a bit more memory in there as well uh, and meta do actually have a reasonable catalog of applications uh to work with now they they don't have triple a game titles because how would they um, and if you were to go content for content i'd probably lean towards the Towards the PlayStation. Uh, however, with the PlayStation, you need a console. Uh, with the Quest 2 and Quest 3, you don't. And, you know, the big thing about the Quest was the fact that you don't need to tie them into a computer. They're kind of self-contained. Um, so if you've, if you've got an extra 380 euro to knock, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to spend, that will get you a Meta Quest 3. Uh, so, you know, a bit cheaper than the Sony option. Uh, I'm, Intentionally not mentioning other brands in the field because who knows if they'll even be around by Christmas Day. Right. Are, are these um, virtual reality headsets more for gaming than anything else? Well, that's that's the thing. Meta, well, they their you know their heritage isn't gaming. Uh, it's not what they do. Um, so they will have applications that are quite useful. Um, you know, you remember all their big demonstrations were very productivity based. And that's kind of, I mean, you know, there's games there, but they're, they're you know, as I said, you're not going to be playing Gears of War on this thing or God of War or, you know, Call of Duty or any of these. Uh, whereas you will on PlayStation VR 2. Actually, there's a friend of mine who, who has put up some um, uh, gameplay footage of himself playing uh, Alien Isolation and virtual reality and it's it's quite quite entertaining because it is a very very claustrophobic game uh, it's a horror game you, right, you get the appropriate reactions let's go from uh very very expensive vr headsets to little trinkets and stocking fillers and stuff like that uh, just a couple of quickies that that i i thought of i got a, a cable travel bag all right. So literally just a little bag for, for storing your USB cables and your uh, USB keys and whatever, if, you, if you're going on a travel thing. Um, they're about 20 quid. Power banks, of course. Everybody should have one of those. Uh, do you know what I got was a desk mat for my desk and I kind of really liked it. It's like a huge, huge. It's like, my whatever, maybe three foot long by, by a foot or something like that. Um, it just makes the desk feel nice. Well, I don't know why. Again, it's a stocking filler, big stocking filler, of course. Um, what else? Uh, do you know what I found really handy against stocking fillers when it comes to computers? A little adapter going from USB A to USB C. Yeah, and we talked we talked about um, uh, dongles last week. Yes, no, but this is not a this is not a dongle. All right, so the the dongle is 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 fantastic, but this is just an adapter for like you know kind of because you've got older tech. All right, so it might be a mouse or it might be a, a webcam or something like that, but it just terminates in a USB A um, connector, and you can't change it. And of course, now you've bought a new laptop or something like that, and it only has a USB C. It's like oh my god, what am I going to do? So uh, so a little, I mean, they're they're like a fiver, and you get two or three of them in the pack or something. Okay. Like that. Uh, and then my my number one uh, again for just comfort if when you're working in a computer technology or whatever is one of the um, the vertical uh, vertical mouse an ergonomic mouse so instead of holding your hand flat while you're operating the mouse 
You turn it 90 degrees so that your hand is at a side, which is a much more comfortable angle. And the mouse is like, very weird to use at first. Very weird to use it. But once you get used to it, oh my God, it's a whole new world. So they're, they're my stocking fillers. Uh, have you got one more before we uh, uh, head into our halfway point? Uh, okay. Well, I'd, hmm, slightly, slightly further than halfway uh, for me. But uh, let's have a talk about vintage consoles since uh, we just ah. touched over um, virtual reality and its gaming applications. There is a lot to be said for revisiting the classics, especially when you can do them super cheap these days. Uh, a couple of years ago, Nintendo released a what they called the Nintendo Entertainment System Classic, which was basically a shrunk down version of the original NES uh, with 30 games packed into it. And you remember how expensive games for the Nintendo used to be. Crikey, like they used yeah. to be 30 pounds in the old money. Uh, not to mention how expensive the system was. Uh, it was a very expensive hobby owning a, a Nintendo back in the day. Now you can get a miniaturized version with 30 games for 130 euro. That's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, you know, if you wanted to play Super Mario Brothers for the first time in, you know, 30 years. Super Mario uh, Brothers. Space Invaders. Uh, Pac-Man. Sonic. Maybe I'm going back too far. All that kind of stuff. No, Pac-Man, definitely. Sonic was uh, Sega. But there is also, of course, the secondary market where you can pick up all sorts of consoles uh, on the cheap. And, you know, you can get your Sega Mega Drives, your Nintendo GameCube, if you're so inclined, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. Um, there are a few places that will even sell a Commodore 64 and a Commodore Amiga. Um, and, and oddly enough, the the uh, market for Commodore 64 games is actually quite vibrant. If, if you bought, you know, a lot of those £2.99 games, as they were back in the day, you can make serious coin off them. Just saying. All right, listen, let's take a, a quick break from there. Still to come, uh, we're going to be chatting about uh, phones, um, online services, uh, and also for January, for after Christmas, and you want to walk off all that turkey, uh, a couple of things to do with fitness and tech. This is Tech Radio from techcentral.ie. Get every episode of Tech Radio by clicking follow on your podcast player right now. Just want to get in a quick word for our sponsor today who are fit.ie because they're helping a ton of companies around the country, over nearly 500 actually. Um, And what they do is they help them with a tech apprenticeship program, which is called Fit. And where the companies are using it is they're using it to grow their tech teams. So they're bringing in apprentices, all right, which is building some greater diversity in the workplace. And that, of course, gets a little bit of fresh thinking and energy into the place. On the financial side of things, then, they get to avoid the high recruitment agency fees. And there are state grants of up to €6,000 for every apprentice that your company takes on. If this is something that you think your company will be interested in, and maybe they want to free up some of the more experienced staff like yourself and get some fresh energy into the day, today tech team do check out the fit which is short for fast track into information technology apprenticeship program our website is fit.ie and as always you'll find the details in the description area of this episode on your podcast let's get back to the christmas presents the toys back to the toys tablets tablets now i mean is it the kind of thing you get passionate about? Let's talk about toys. Oh, a tablet. 
Yeah. You know, myself and and, and, uh, and uh, my wife were chatting about the first iPad when it came out. And we were just like, oh, my God. And now, yeah, you're right. These days, it's kind of like, <laughs> What's happening in the tablet world anyway for Christmas? Maybe not quite. Yeah. But sort of, a, well, of course you own one of these things. I mean, why, why wouldn't you, you know? Um, so I've got three that uh, I have written down in various kind of, not so much price points, but I suppose price points, but one or two differentiators as well. Let's go to the, the Mac Daddy uh, and talk about the iPad. Uh, current iteration has a 10.9 inch screen. Now, I mean, this is the regular iPad. We're not talking about the iPad Pro, which is effectively your next laptop. It's kind of how they've been pitching it. Um, so 599 euros, 64 gigabits, uh, gigabytes of memory, uh, iOS, you know exactly what that means. And you can be certain that indeed it is extremely well made. Uh, it is also extremely pricey for what you get. Um, now 599, I, I suppose. However, uh, I, even though Samsung have, yeah, they, they're roughly priced kind of the same. Uh, if you want to uh, scale up and scale back at the same time, uh, Lenovo do a uh, tablet running Android 12. That's 11.5 inches for 359 euro with 128 gigabytes of memory. Uh, expandable with a micro SD card. That is actually a really good deal. Um, the, the only thing going against it is the fact that it's Android 12. Uh, instead of 13. However, you can step back even further to step forward. Uh, Acer have a 10.1 inch. Um, okay, grand, it's a bit smaller. Uh, for 169 euro, uh, 32 gigabytes, uh, which is you know quite quite a bit smaller than everyone else. However, expandable by micro SD and runs Android 13. So you can either go, you know, tippity top iOS, pretty good Android, uh, uh, with good build quality and then step back again to modestly spec, but current software. Uh, while we're on the subject of tablets, uh, will we move straight into phones? Because you've got phones on your list as well. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple yeah. of phones. Now, Go I don't think any of these are particularly... There's nothing wow in smartphones anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very little. Yeah, they're, so, just, yeah, they're improvements. That, that's it. Go on. Yeah, I mean, we can we can talk about brands that are doing kind of interesting things. I mean, Oppo still knocking around. That's a Chinese brand. Uh, we also have Xiaomi, another Chinese brand. I think that might be related to Oppo, actually. Um, there's TCL, which is another uh, budget Chinese brand. Um, so they're they're doing pretty well in the in the low to mid market. Um, then we get into sort of uh, brands that we're much more familiar with, like Apple. We know we've talked about the current iPhone uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, if you're into Google, uh, they released their Pixel 8. Uh, I have been using the Pixel 8 Pro. It is a fantastic piece of hardware. Um, in terms of pricing, your offer may vary depending on whether you want to do pay-as-you-go or whether you want to lock into your uh, mobile network. So, you know, I've seen them for as little as you know, 350 and as high as uh, over a thousand. So you can, you can spend as much money on a smartphone as you want to. Uh, from Samsung land, there's the Galaxy Z Flip 5, uh, which we talked about uh, earlier in the year. Um, very nifty with the dual screen setup. Um, and there's no not much 
point in going into it further. I mean, I, I when it came out first, I looked at it and was like, nobody's going to be interested in things. And and I was wrong. I'm I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> People do like these phones. That's why they keep coming up with new ones. Yeah, well, that, that's what I like about Samsung, because at least they are doing a flip phone uh, and they've got the one that opens up like a, a book, the, the Fold as well. The Fold, yeah, yeah, which I'm also playing with uh, right now. And it's a very solidly made piece of hardware. Uh, heavy because it's basically two phones slapped together. Um, but, and the actual fold in the middle isn't as distracting as you might think it is, uh, although it is very noticeable when you open it out sort of the first few times, you know. Um, what I want to talk about, and this will be a little bit surprising and a little bit, huh, is uh, Nokia's to, uh, to back, back from the future phones. I was about uh, to say, you, you'll go back 20 years there. Go on. Uh, if not for, yeah, you can still get a 6310 uh, and a 3310 out there. No. As in brand new. As in brand new 2023 versions, uh, 30 euro. No way. Yep. So if you are looking to get rid of a smartphone or you know somebody that just needs a new phone, doesn't doesn't really want a smartphone because there's an awful lot of people out there in that boat. Um, there are plenty of nice uh, nice options out there from brands you're familiar with. Uh, my my number one tip uh, when it comes to smartphones, and again, if you want to save uh, some money, because we were just uh, mentioning uh, the remarket market, as it were, uh, backmarket.ie. I've, I've used them very successfully for uh, various things, for computers and for uh, smartphones. And I picked up an S20 about two months ago, uh, and I can't remember, I think it was 230 euro. And um, when the thing arrived, because I went through, you can go for, you know, average quality, good quality, or, you know, perfect quality. And I always go for the perfect quality. This thing arrived, right? Um, two things. Firstly, it was absolutely brand new condition. Absolutely brand new condition. They, it was completely cleaned up. It had whatever the, the software. When you start it off, it's exactly as if you get a brand new phone. And the second thing, uh, uh, I can't remember what the... the, the oh, yes, yeah, sorry, the battery. That's what I was going to say, because that's what you worry about. It was backmarket.ie. They will only stock phones that have got 85% or more battery life in it if that makes yep, sense. certainly does, yeah. Because batteries eventually wear down after time or whatever, but 85% is their mark or higher. So you're not going to be getting some phone where the battery is almost kibbutz in it and you're going to have to replace it anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, if you're, if you're looking for, for older tech that's in really, really, really good condition, backmarket.ie, I've got yeah, to recommend Yeah, I think people shouldn't be afraid of going to refurbished uh, stores. No. No, get secondhand tech. but it's, for parents, for parents and or for mm. kids, do you know what I mean? Like you, you mm. and I, and you know, and because we're all interested in tech and we want to have the latest, okay, grand. Well, we'll buy what we want for ourselves. But you know, if you've got somebody who doesn't care as passionately as we do about having the latest phone or whatever it happens to be, be that a kid or be that, um, you know, kind of an older adult or whatever, brilliant. There is this sort of thing that if I'm giving you a secondhand present, then I'm giving you somebody else's cast offs and it's, you know, it's, it's almost an insult kind of a thing. It's not. We live in a world where the circular society is essential to our survival as a species. Yeah. 
Uh, and, and just because something has been used doesn't yeah. mean it is and and, and you don't say that it's secondhand. What you do is you say, I'm doing my bit to save the planet. All right. So all of a sudden now you're an angel. And, and therefore, so are you. <laughs> <laughs> and also they do box up these things uh, really well so that they mm. are giftable, you know. So, yeah. uh, so it's quite nice. And the cable and everything comes with it is brand new. And so, as I say, look, it looks absolutely brand new. So I, I, I can't recommend. And they also do a thing where if you're not happy with it, you can return it within 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. And also you will find that the games market is fantastic. You will save a ton on games, especially if you want something that will just kill the kill the holidays, you know. Right. Now, I know uh, this year has been a big year for you because you're uh, uh, you are Mr. Fit. And I've got to say, looking at you in January and looking at you today, it's like, whoa, oh, look at that. He's looking sharp. I've I've been at the gym. I'm not afraid to say it. There you go. And uh, some of the tech tips that you've been picking up during the year and the tech toys that help with fitness, we'll talk about in a second. Uh, my last thing that I wanted to talk about for Christmas uh, was online services, if you were thinking of investing in something um, for next year. Um, the online service that I would absolutely recommend above all others is Microsoft Family. They're doing it for 99 euro, right? Uh, and you can have six people and they all individually get their own Microsoft account. They all individually get one terabyte of space and they all individually can download the actual Office apps onto their computer and even two or three computers if they have them and use Word natively on the machine instead of having to use a, a some kind of a, a flippity flip um, online version. So Microsoft Family at uh, €99, Euro, I think, is an absolute bargain um, for work. Google Docs and Workspace and stuff like that is much better for collaboration, but it's way more complicated. There, Microsoft Family, top tip. Um, the other one is I'm going to be dumping my Spotify soon Ooh. in favour of uh, the YouTube premium experience. All right. Uh, Spotify have put up their prices recently. It's now the same price as Apple Music. Uh, they're about 11 euro a month, right? For an extra two euro, 13 euro a month, I'm going to get YouTube, which will give me number one, YouTube with no ads. Mm. Oh my God. How better would your life be watching YouTube with no ads? And on top of that, you get the YouTube music app all right, which is essentially like, like Spotify. It's got all the same music, all the same albums, the same catalogue, the whole thing. And it does podcasts and everything as well. It's like, you know, Grant, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm sold. <laughs> all right. So that's going to be one of my little uh, Christmas presents to myself. And then the last one is if you, again, this is kind of more worky related, but I apologise. Uh, I think called otter.ai. We use this a lot for uh, for podcasts. Basically what it is, it's a transcription service, all right? So you can either upload a file and it'll transcribe it or what it's more and more used for now is if you're having a Zoom call with somebody or a meeting or whatever it happens to be, you can actually have the uh, it Otter sit in on the meeting with you and it will transcribe in real time. And that's all fine, all right? It's afterwards that will blow your mind, right? Firstly, it will do the takeaway points from the conversation, all right? It has an AI that will uh, tell you, uh, summarize the conversation for you. It will give you bullet points of action points uh, from, from your conversation as well. And if that wasn't enough, it's got the AI there as well so that you can actually talk to the AI and you can say, what was that Niall said again about virtual reality headsets? Can you sum that up for me? And boom, 
it will give you a paragraph of exactly what Nod said about virtual reality headsets. Sounds really useful. Sounds a bit too useful to be a present, does it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, just kind of thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it is amazing, though. It is amazing. Uh, Grant, listen, let's uh, wrap it up then with fitness, because this, again, is not so much a Christmas thing, but it's certainly something that uh, people might be thinking about in January. What um, What good stuff have you got for us? Yeah, well, there's an, an awful lot of familiar brands when it comes to fitness trackers, uh, n- not to mention the fact that our phones uh, very often do the same things. So if I was to say Fitbit, I don't need to explain anything else. Uh, Garmin, yep, I think that's very, uh, I don't need to explain much about that either. There's another brand called Move. Um, there's another one called Whoop. I'm not sure if you're as familiar with. it's sort of a combination of a fitness tracker, but it's also a subscription service that will sort of have, like there's no display on it. So it just kind of gathers data and then, you know, tracks all these things and then you log in and you get information back as to how you're doing. But because it's a, it's a monthly service, um, you pay for this app. I think it's like 20, 20 euro a month or something like that. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know if you're into sort of fitness as a, as a service, you know, uh, that you constantly get presented with daily data when you're kind of getting that already from your, from your phone. Um, I suppose. Uh, so I know some people that kind of swear by them. They just love that sort of granulated, quantified self uh, approach. Um, However, uh, there's also a Google Pixel Watch too, which does all your fitness tracking as well. uh, And because it's stuck on your wrist, it's that bit more accurate as well. Um, However, if you're not into, you know, a band around your wrist or a watch, um, why not try a ring? And that's what the Aura is, the O-U-R-A. So um, if you've got a spare, well, 330 to 400 (gasps) euro knocking about, this Mm. is a ring. And uh, of course, there is a service attached to it for $5.99 a month to get pretty much the same thing. Uh, And of course, you know, they come in various sizes uh, to suit the the average human. They kind of look like a kind kind of a slightly enlarged, wedding ring, I guess. They, they do look fashionable enough. Uh, and again, it's basically just there to gather data that is presented to you in app form. That's If that's your jam, uh, if you want sort of uh, more accurate data about, uh, about your fitness and you've got the money, um, yeah, why not? Have a look at it. O-U-R-A-Ring.com. If you're not into watches, this might be the thing for you. I was hoping that you might have something for fitness that was like a, a lightsaber from Star Wars that would just chop the beer belly off you in one swell move without having to in go to one it. Fell swoop. <laughs> Listen, I think there we go. That's that's two full shows. What an amazing toy show we have had uh, uh, this year. Now, as always, thank you. This is Tech Radio. 
That is it for our show this week. We're back to more normal tech radio next week with all the latest headlines and some interesting interviews as well. Uh, you'll catch us on RT Radio 1 Extra. And remember, you can get new episodes automatically just by clicking follow on your podcast player if you haven't done so already. Until next time, from myself, Dusty Rhodes, and from Niall Kitson, Merry Christmas. Take care. Tech Radio is produced by DustPod.io. From me, Artemis, goodbye. Goodbye. 